guys, welcome to another episode of Abby's Word Podcast. Hope you all are having a great day so far. Of course, it's still me again, Ruth, Ruth Beulah, your host, alongside with the Holy Spirit. However, I said it's me and the Holy Spirit, but I have someone else here with us in the building. And you all should guess what? I didn't plan on recording this today, okay? It's just uh, it's just some conversations that are led and spurred by the Spirit of God. So I was like, hey, why not? Why don't we just, you know, record this for people to learn? And as the Spirit of God is speaking to us and teaching us all, okay? So with me in the building is actually someone that has joined our show before, that has joined this podcast episode before, when we recorded, um, when we published Godly Friendships. Uh, I know you might be wondering, could it be Elizabeth or Tony? Okay, so with me in the building today or in the studio today, I have Olua Tony, the girl that said her name means God is worth having. I wonder, I don't know if you guys remember, but yeah. So Olua Tony is here in the building. Tony, can you say hi? Hello. <laughs> she's been all, she's been all quiet and all of that. But it's okay. Quiet. I don't know about being quiet, but. It's okay. <laughs> so guys, like I said, this was um, a very impromptu episode, yeah? Tony and I are in the kitchen right now, and guess what? We just got some new chairs for the kitchen, and we just, we just, you know, just trying to just fill the chair and sit on it, making sure that we did a good job trying to fix it so we don't fall. <laughs> but yeah, we just sat here talking about how Basically, our conversations have just been how we as children of God should approach um, matters or should approach other people that are trying to have their feet firmly rooted in Christ in, um, in, in the aspect of maybe correction, right? How we can approach people in correcting or pe- how we can approach other unbelievers in I mean, correcting them with the love of God. And Tony, I know I didn't mention this earlier in this conversation, but like this morning, God took me to oh holy spirit what's the what's the scripture it took me to i can't remember but the scripture was just talking about how um, we have to be rooted in in faith we have to be established that the lord has given us pastors preachers apostles so that we can be firm rooted in faith established and mature up to the measure of the fullness of christ and saying that we should love um, we should correct people in love basically that yeah we should correct people in love i wish i can find it right now yeah cool i think yeah colossians yeah yes we should correct like correct one another in love so that kind of stood out to me and the fact that we're talking about this right now is not a coincidence Mm -hmm. it's basically um spirit led Mm -hmm. and before i before we started recording this episode we're just talking about how we should you know correct people and how the holy spirit is the only person that can convict tony do you mind like talking about that when you said the holy spirit is the one that can convict you know people and yeah so i was given an example when i had a conversation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. and we were talking about secular and worldly music yeah and because when i see and hear those kind of things i'm just like no 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 stop yeah. it <laughs> he brought like a perspective to me that you know it's the Holy Spirit that convicts when it comes to music. Yeah. If you really sit and think about it, because as a child of God, no one told you to stop listening to those music. Mm-hmm. For me, for you, yeah, yourself, sure. Yeah. No one told us to stop listening to these types yeah. of music. We just 
had this conviction right. and he stopped. Mm-hmm. He just the, it's like the closer you draw to God, yeah. the more dead weight that drops off. Right. And you start feeling all this conviction. So I was like, that's so true. Like the Holy Spirit will convict that person at their own pace. At yeah, their own time. at their own time. Because when we start feeling like you, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, then we start forgetting how the Lord transformed us as you talk about yes, yes. we tend to forget that it wasn't a day it right it a was a it was a it was, it was a, a process, process and the Lord was the Lord was really patient patient mm-hmm. with us so right. and I was talking I was talking before we record I think I was talking about how that scripture scripture that says that I want you to comfort others with the same comfort you have received mm-hmm. lots of I think from the longest not until now for the longest I've seen that scripture as maybe only when we go through trials and how the Lord comforted us and kept us in those trials mm-hmm. and helped and you know brought us out of those trials. It's that's way you're supposed to comfort others that are going through all those trials. But that scripture is beyond that. Yeah. I never knew this until right now when the spirit of God you know just switches that light bulb. Boom. Right. You know? <laughs> so it just made me realise that it's also talking about it's also talking about like when we have when the spirit of god helped us to overcome a type of thing mm-hmm. when we've been convicted the patience the lord used for us the patience the lord had we should extend that same patience to others when we are praying for them and wanting to win them to christ because so many people satan has just twisted the minds of people to think that any little correction the child of god gives another person is seen judgment. as judgment right not knowing that it's correction in love but again another side to it is approach how we approach it as children of god because we are so quick to correct people honestly but we don't want to be corrected and we forget about forget yes we forget Yeah, I mean, like, we forget so easily how the Lord was so patient, waiting for us to get to that point of, you know, saying, Ruth, you're not supposed to listen to this music, you're not supposed to go here, you're not supposed to use this word, because it was it was a little, it was a transformation, little by little, and we both thank God for COVID. We do. <laughs> Honestly, it really brought us closer to God. It was in COVID that, we re- that I rededicated my life back to Jesus. It was in COVID you also have to turn to the Lord and Savior and continued again. You know, it was just such a beautiful moment. Yeah, so we just really have to have to be patient. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's a process. Yeah. Working with God is a process. If it didn't happen overnight for you. And another thing, I was having a conversation with somebody else about this, that transformation for some is can be instant. Like yeah. that's where it's like, oh, the Lord hit them and they're already... Yeah. That's like catching up on the wasted seasons. Yeah, probably the Lord needs them at that, at that moment. moment. So we need to do so a fast like work. Fast. Yeah. Compared to someone like it's a process like they're falling back, they're getting back up. They're falling yeah. back, they're getting back up. Yeah. And I was showing the experience of how the Lord was transforming me. Yeah. Because I mean, no one had to like minister to me. Mm-hmm. This was the <laughs> me and Jesus type of encounter. And I was sharing how I used to wear crop top and all these things, not because I liked it. Yeah. Or I just wanted to fit in yeah. then because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my identity. Yeah. So I wanted to fit in with the crowd. I would be so uncomfortable when I would wear these clothes and wear all these things. You know, okay, I like your style, you look good. But during COVID I realized that the less clothes I wore, mm-hmm. the more hidden I was. Mm-hmm. You mean like the less, the 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 less 
What do you mean by the less clothes you wore? The so more the more wear? I exposed myself, the more I hid my true identity in Christ. Hmm. The more I was exposing myself to these worldly things, the less yeah. I was being re- mm. like Christ being revealed to me to know yeah. who I truly am. Yeah. Because it's it's weird to think about, but it's like the less clothes you're wearing, the more you're hiding yourself. Yeah, that's actually true. Okay, so for the purpose of those that are like really listening now, they might not really understand what you're saying. I think what you're trying to say is the less um the the more skin mm-hmm. or body parts we reveal mm-hmm. right in our in, in our way of dressing equals to the less the less true identity you show which is supposed to be in christ yeah the less your light in christ yes. shines yes because there are people that believe that oh i can still dress anyhow i want to dress it's all about the heart no it. doubt it's all about the heart but when you are really been transformed when you have been convicted by the spirit of god mm-hmm. it will show even outside let's use for example i've never seen it like this before mm-hmm. when jesus was in, at the point of um death mm-hmm. like at the what's it called when he was thank you Holy spirit the garden of gethsemane mm-hmm. and he was praying that makes us understand that while he was praying his sweat was already dripping like like blood and what happened his countenance changes which means that when there is a working when the workings of god are on the inside of you it shows outside in your appearance it does because people like to use the statement of um come as you are yeah no yes but it will not leave you the same same. right exactly because there was i was listening to something one time and this this person went to the grocery store and a random person approached them and told them that I just see Jesus all over you. Wow. This person did not know them, never had the person wow. had not said a word. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know, but I just see Jesus all over you. Wow. And the person just broke down in tears. Wow. And that's how it's supposed to, to be. be. When you step into a room, wow. there's a transformation. Hallelujah. The light of like of, it's Jesus yeah. that stepped into you. It's no yeah. longer you. Right. That's literally what it says. I've been crucified with Christ. Christ. It's no longer I that live but Christ. Yes. So they are Amen. not supposed to see you, they're right. supposed to see Jesus. Yes. Like you know, Ruth, there are so many um, examples you tell me of how random people be like your eyes. Right. There's something about your eyes. Yeah. It's just very kind. Yeah. It's calming. Yeah. And that's Jesus. That's the right. eyes of Jesus. Right. He's the Prince of Peace. Yeah. The fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. So when you come and you say, like, I'm a child of God, right. and when you ask people that question, like, well, I go to church. No. Yeah. That's like saying, I don't know what example yeah, to give, yeah. but it's like I go to church. To going to church does not make you. That's like saying, okay, I go to school. Or oh, that's like saying because I'm, I'm because I go to campus, I'm a student. Yes, right. You're not because we have lecturers on campus that are not students. We have people that you know maybe clean the campuses. We yeah. have drivers. We have this. You're not students. So going to church does not make you a child of God. Yeah, go, like, as going to school does not really make you a student. And there are people that are like, oh, I'm a Christian. It's not a, like we're so focused on the titles yeah. in this generation. It's so sad. It's not about the titles. It's about, yes, it's about your heart, but it should transform, transform. from the inside out. And you know, we have the power to allow the, the, the word of God transform us. Yes. Us. We do. Because one thing I realized is in this season that I've been in right now is to let the word of God sink in my heart. Like, let it be a fruit. James talks about, I think it's the book of James, correct me if I'm wrong, but it talks about how a man that if you, someone that reads the scripture and does not 
do it. It's mm-hmm. like someone that looks at the mirror mm-hmm. and then yeah, just and then forget what it looks like. How can I look at the mirror and all of a sudden forget what I look like? Forget that I did some eyebrows. Forget <laughs> that I maybe had some lashes on. Forget that I, maybe I had my mascara or maybe my lens, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make sense. So we have to yield to the correction of the word of God. Because if you see the way Jesus was correcting the Sadducees and Pharisees, it was hard. It was hard. But that's because he knew he had a limited time here on earth. So he needed to set things in place, like no time. That's why he told, that's why when he went to meet Peter, he said, drop your, I mean, come follow me and make you fishers of men. And by the grace of God, because it was not just, anybody can say follow me, but but not everyone can. Can yield and just follow. Exactly. So it's not just about what the it's not about saying it, it's about the spirit and the power in those. And that words. same Judas casted out Jesus. He healed people, right. but yet he didn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. So don't be fooled. Now this mm. this kind of leads me to a question of like, so what is not the definition of correcting the law? Mm. Because when people are like, um, you don't mm. correct in love, you're not correcting me in love, you're judging me. When Jesus corrects you in love, how do you feel? You know, I actually, feel sober. That's like that's actually a great question. You know why I say that? Because when we think about correction in love, we see we kind of see it more of like, hey, come, it's okay. It's if that's okay, your what you did, doesn't just want to make you feel bad, stuff like that. So, it's better to make them feel bad in their feelings rather than for them to burn in hell. True. That's so true. Like I want, let me so make true. you feel bad in your feelings right now, mm-hmm. and lead you to correction. Lead you Even to the cross. Even if you don't speak to me again, right? I'm doing the right thing because I want the best. Yeah, it leads you to the cross. And if the Holy Spirit does not convict you and say, "Oh, the way you said it was not right," and then, that's what I want to say. There was a minister mm-hmm. that was like, "If the quote-unquote Holy Spirit is not like convicting you and like rebuking you, that's right. not the Holy Spirit. That right. is that's some spirit. That's some spirit. It's <laughs> not the Holy because Spirit." Because what spirit? Please, I told you there was a time. I think some things like I was telling you that Holy Spirit told me that you are not a good time manager, mm-hmm. and that was not him trying to condemn me. That was him telling me the truth. That's correcting you. That's in correcting love. in love. Honestly, I think we've we've we've. We've misunderstood what even when you don't know what the love of God is, right. because God is love. Right. Love is not God. Mm-hmm. God is God love is because love. this world has a messed up perspective of, of what love. love is. Yeah. When you don't really know what the love of God is, then you misconstrue it right. and confuse it with the love of this world. Right. The love of God will chastise you. Exactly. Which also means punish you. Right. <laughs> and when I say punish, meaning discipline. Discipline. You know, Hebrews in Hebrews twelve. I was talking about how the Lord chastises those that he loves. Mm-hmm. He loves. Exactly. He chastises those that he loves. So when we are chastising, we are literally following the what scriptures. God did. We are literally following what God did. Mm-hmm. Look at Israelites now. When God was leading them out of Egypt, the promised land, they did lots of, they, they disobeyed God lots of times. Mm-hmm. And God chastised them by doing what? Giving them more, more years, 40 years. 40 years wasn't it supposed to be 40 days it was 40 days I turned to 40 years and the Lord was because he, he saw that these people they need to be refined mm-hmm. they need to be trained they need to they've not gotten it like and, and it, it, it leads me to how maybe how so many of us right now are still in the same season because we've not gotten it the season that was supposed to last for maybe a year or two years mm-hmm. is now lasting for a decade because we've not understood what the Lord wants us to get in that season and that's like one of my prayers, asking the Lord, Lord, I don't want to be in 
the season that you said she was last for months and it's lasting for years. years. Please, like, help me to understand whatever season I mean, like, whatever correction I need to get right now. Let me get it because Proverbs says, says that I love the scripture so much. I really need to know where it is. It says that whoever hates correction is a fool. I still know words. Yeah, and I was like, God, ever since I came across, across that scripture, I have been so opened to correction by the grace of God and to growth because correction brings growth. Correction brings growth. That Colossians that was like, that talked about how, you know, how we should correct yeah. and build up each other. Proverbs 12, mm-hmm. verse 1. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. Yeah. For you, it's um, correction is stupid. Oh, it's stupid. That's NIV. That the Bible said, the Bible said, you're stupid in And as you were talking, what led, what came, what dropped to me was that when you have a problem receiving correction, that's pride. Right. That's a humility problem. Yes. Because if you can't humble yourself to take correction, then you have a problem. You have a problem. Because pride, I mean, pride comes before a fall. Yeah. So, like, when you can't accept correction from right. someone, like, hey, this this thing is wrong, especially when they call you as like, because the word of God is for correction yeah. and so many different yeah. things. Correction in love will not be received, like, sweet. Yeah. It's to feel like you put salt instead of sugar. Yes. Yeah. And, like I asked earlier, when Jesus, when the Holy Spirit convicts us mm-hmm. and corrects us about something we did wrong, feel so bad so bad you feel bad right. and you're just like and that's so bad is that it's not that's so bad is not the soberness that leads you to guilt and mm-hmm. self-condemnation right the soberness that excuse me leads you to the cross right. and see that hey this is what jesus died for mm-hmm. he died so that he can he can he can he can strip you of this a bad attitude mm-hmm. a bad character yeah his blood has been shed for it you have the power to live like jesus has already given us the power exactly but you have to step, step into, into it, into it just faith. like with the word of god how people are like i can do all things through christ's strength and like you are just reading words if right. you don't understand the power in the name of jesus mm-hmm. the power behind this because these words is jesus yes when you don't understand the power you are literally just saying words right the letter is killing yes. you <laughs> yes do you know i love how i said the word is jesus because revelation 19 tells us tells us that um, um it talks about how you know the, the man with the white with mm-hmm. white robe and the mm-hmm. white verse mm-hmm. and has a, and, 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 and his crown is written on Lord of all lords, King of all kings and word of God mm-hmm. and another name is written there that that no one else knows, knows except him and mm-hmm. that got me so curious I'm like what are that name? What are that name? you know but like that's not where we are heading mm-hmm. right I just have to like, put yeah. that in because of what you said one thing I wanted to say was when you talked about when you can't accept correction the spirit mm-hmm. of pride and whoever is proud cannot walk with the Lord because what did the Bible say about pride? It says that God hates the pride but it does what? It said it rebukes the pride literally mm-hmm. cast you out of sight because it gives grace to the humble which means that if you have a spirit of pride you cannot walk with God mm-hmm. even disobedience is pride yeah making make, thinking making yourself think as if oh, I know more than God you know I know better than I know, you I know I know I know, I know me you. more than you know me like who created you? <laughs> and in uh, Micah, Micah chapter 6 verse 8 says that He has shown thee Let me read the um, Maybe CB Yeah, he said he has told you Human 1 Oh my god, <laughs> human 1 <laughs> uh, Let me see if I see KJ Yeah, that's KJ 
Oh my god, guys! Tony said it's really it's working, man. Working. <laughs> okay, so we don't want to expose any business on here, okay? Yeah, you just leave it there. It's working some hard patience. Oh, guys, I'm enjoying this episode so much. I hope you all are too. Um, well, you know, the Lord just made me understand that. And I was like, God, that's true. That's what it means to correct in love. I'm correcting you in love because I'm coming from the place of Christ. Love, not because, yeah, not because I'm tired of the um, attitude you're giving me or the character, and I have to put up with it every day. Then that means someone needs some self-control. Peel, and you you can tell what your heart posture is, what right. you're praying for that person, because right. your countenance would tell you that the way you're praying, like even the Holy Spirit convicts you in the middle of that prayer, mm-hmm. like. Something's wrong. Yeah. But when you're praying out of compassion for that right. person, because I've had that situation so much that when I have a problem with someone, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit would tell me, pray for them. Right. Like, pray for them how you would pray for, for yourself. yourself. Pray with so much fervency. Right. Like, God, yeah. I want this. And the more I started praying for these people, the less I had something against, against them, them in my heart. And it was easy for you to see them It's anyway. easy for me to see them, have a conversation right. with them, and even do things that my flesh would not want to right. do. Like saying hi, hugging them, mm-hmm. buying them something, and just having a genuine conversation right. and asking them, are you okay? Right. And humbling myself right. by the grace of God <laughs> to say, I'm sorry. Right. When they did wrong, they did not mean. And it's like, why are they telling me to say sorry right. when they're wrong? And I'm like, God, they are wrong. The Lord fills you with compassion for them. Yeah. So you're just praying out of love, love not because for them. Not, not because of how wrong they you know hurt. And just you like and, as a kid, when right. you want something so bad, and your parent is like, "No, I'm not giving this to you." That's that's love. Mm-hmm. Out of love, they're like, "You don't understand why I'm not yeah. giving this thing to you right now." But later on, you understand, and mm-hmm. that's the same thing with God. I'm not answering this prayer. I'm not giving you this. I'm not letting you do this because I love you. Even God had to sacrifice You don't even have to understand at that moment. You, it's not for you to understand mm-hmm. at all. You don't even understand how you wake up. Sometimes I sit and I just think about life. <laughs> I'm just like, that's so crazy. I'm like, okay, stop. Before I go crazy, <laughs> let's start the day. So, like, when God corrects us in love, He wants us to do the same too, to correct others in love, but it won't be received well. And I leave, you know, people listen to this with this in mind that. The next time somebody corrects you, check your heart. Right. Are you offended by it? Mm-hmm. If you are, they might be speaking the truth. The truth, yeah. And if you're it's feeling... A, it's, it's, it's more of like a you problem. If you the need, first thing you want to yeah, do is defend, defend yourself right. and argue, you're like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. There's some truth in there. Yeah. And sit and listen. Yeah. Swallow and, that hard And pill. most importantly, go to God. Go to because God. Because the one is the one that's going to, like, that, that's going to work out mm-hmm. everything and make you become who he wants you to be because it speaks through people too like don't judge me for the <laughs> for the long for the longest time in my life i was in that place where i felt like i needed to always defend myself mm-hmm. and in, instead of hearing the truth because we don't watch ourselves people mm-hmm. watch us we might feel like we might feel as if no one watches but people do so we have to just understand that when we are being corrected as scripture has told us in proverbs that whoever hates correction is stupid literally that is god telling you up front and he's telling you you that you are stupid for not wanting correction because he loves you and where does anger reside 
on in the lap of fools, my sister. On the lap of fools. I don't want to be a it's fool. It's all together. It's right, all together. anger. Right. Impatience. Impatience. Everything. So it's a hard because now if you're if you're at a job mm -hmm. and your boss is giving you feedback right. on what you're doing good at and what you're not doing good at. Yeah. Will you sit there and tell the boss you're wrong? Mm -hmm. Exactly. You <laughs> sit there and take it in. Exactly. Do right. a reflection and right. see how you can change, or you change your job, whatever you want to do. Right. But you don't sit there and argue. You know, changing, you take it because you're the, like, I'm gonna get fired yeah. if I argue. Right. It's you the know, same with God. You know, changing the job won't even change anything exactly. because it's like it's, you're it's, running from you're your running problems. running from your problems instead of facing them, like facing your Goliath and asking Correction the Lord. Correction only helps you. you it know, doesn't damage to help you. you. It doesn't damage you, honestly. And um, we just have to take in that correction mm -hmm. because correction is what makes you. It builds you up. It makes that's that's actually the that's that is God extending His love to you. That hey, you're not you're not going the way you should go. Let me show you where to go. How can okay? Let's say for example, maybe this scenario will make everyone will make you guys like listening to understand where we're coming from. Let's say for example, you're heading somewhere, right? You once had a map, but for some reasons you just kind of lost the map. Okay, have is this a confirmation or something? Real no, tell me I'm why laughing you're laughing. Because okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me. <laughs> Elizabeth, Tony's coming for you. Well, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth is one of our very good friends. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? You said Tony. you have a map. Yeah, you, and probably you like you. Yeah, you just lost the map or something, and. Then you just keep going, like, okay, I, I think I have some sketches of what the map looks like in my head. I'll just yeah. keep going. And you get to realize that you're lost. And then someone finds you and say, oh, you're not going the right way. That's not where you should go. What would you do at that moment? You run, like, you miss that person and say, oh, really? Okay, please show me the way. Or I you argue. Yeah, or you argue. Yeah, no, I know where I'm going. I'm yeah, not lost. Or you, or you try to be stiff necked. But just imagine if it's night time right and you may be in a forest where you have no idea where you're going if you see anyone there that can help you you will follow that person honestly because you're not allowed to get eaten by a lion or whoever or is beaten by a snake you know right. so this is basically the forest in this scene in this scenario is life the map was where we thought of all is what was like is guiding us yeah but at the end of the day we kind of like lost it we don't know what happened. True. And then the person that comes to tell us this is not the way is the is God extending his arm of correction. And you on the other hand, what are you supposed to do? Follow the person and say, Oh, I, I actually didn't know. Right? Swallow your pride. Swallow your pride. Because this is dark. Mm. It's a it's night time. You have just imagine you have no torch lights, you have nothing. It's basically you just trying to yeah, you're running low on and gas. you're running low on gas. In fact, the person doesn't have doesn't even have a car. Oh, the person is walking. Wahaller. Wahaller. We say that's the. Wahaller. That's that's the that's the American version of Wahala <laughs> in Nigeria. Well, like so, if you just 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 imagine yourself in that scenario, okay, yeah. and someone comes to tell you that's not the way, what would you do normally? You even. A baby will follow. Anyone will follow. Mm -hmm. Like, please show, 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 me, the show way. me the way. So we need to understand that that's how life can be. Sometimes, sometimes we don't know the way. We think we do. Mm -hmm. We don't want to. We don't want to like set our pride aside and follow the person that said knows the way. 
and Jesus is the only one that knows the way. So which leads me to a question. Can someone that is not in Christ also correct someone else? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. The same way. Yeah, no, correction I, is not only based on it's not only based, based on, on if you are a believer or not. Because even God can use an unbeliever to mm-hmm. deliver you. Right. <laughs> God does whatever He wants to do. You know? So He can use an unbeliever, someone yeah. that's not even a child of God, to mm-hmm. correct you. Right. But will you humble yourself to receive that correction? Mm-hmm. Because, especially if, like, we were talking about this yesterday, like, if somebody younger than you comes to correct mm-hmm. you, can you take it? Right. Mm-hmm. Can you take, like, your younger sister, somebody you don't even know, like a child coming to correct you about something, mm-hmm. you, know, you swallow your pride and take it in that you're saying the truth, or you feel like, it shouldn't be coming from a child. It shouldn't oh, be coming from somebody younger than me. Let's take for example that that same child sees you using your fingers to like scratch your hair, and you put that same finger picking like use that same finger to like mm-hmm. you, you chew those same fingers you used to you know it touch your hair. It reminds me of a skit that we watch. And the and the and the child comes to meet you mm-hmm. and say, "Mom or Auntie or whatever, like Uncle." I thought you told me not to always bite my nails, but I saw you using the same finger you used to scratch your hair into your mouth. That's not right. Why are you telling me? And then you get offended. It reminds me of that, <laughs> that deep thought um, right. skit we watched. Mm-hmm. The girl and her grandma. The girl lied because mm-hmm. she didn't. No, no, no. Her grandma was going to a party and she was on the phone. The person called her like, oh, are you on your way? And she's like, oh yeah, I'm just around the corner. Like, I'm just about to come down from Yokada. I'm, I'm almost there. While she still hadn't like left the, left house. the house. And her granddaughter was just watching her like. So when she got off the phone, she was like, grandma, you lied. She was like, no, that's not a lie. That's wisdom. It's called wisdom. I didn't lie. So another later that day, the girl was working on something and the girl lied. And her grandma was like, who taught you to lie? And she told her grandma, oh, I'm not lying, it's just wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> and the grandma just looked like, mm, mm, wow. Right. So it's like, it, it happens both ways. Like, you can be corrected by somebody younger than you. Yeah. You can be corrected by someone that's a child. Right. Like, it, it, it can happen. Right. But it's, it's like, will you humble yourself? Mm-hmm. But because you think, you think so highly of yourself, you think you're yeah. so big. I can't be corrected by somebody younger than me. Um, if you don't have two degrees like I do, I don't have a PhD. If you're not a doctor, like <laughs> me, you can't correct me. So it's like humble yourself. Yeah. So to answer your question, yes, mm-hmm. an unbeliever can correct you. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's basic, basic common sense things, yeah. that you need to be corrected on. Yeah. And honestly, in order to grow, you have to learn how to receive correction. correction. And it takes me to the example I wanted to give. Elizabeth, <laughs> she does not like to listen to the GPS when she's going somewhere, especially even somewhere she doesn't know where she's going. And GPS tells her like, oh, you'll be there in like five minutes. And she's like, oh, I know a faster route. I don't need the GPS. And the GPS is rerouting. And she's like, no, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. I remember we dropped you at the airport. Oh and we were my! On our way back. You just especially she's about to expose you <laughs> and she to the world. Like, she was like, "I don't want to use the GPS. I know, I know a faster route." And we were going. <laughs> and the next moment, I saw a billboard that said Amarillo. <laughs> I was like, "Where are we going?" She was like, "She didn't. She didn't waste time. She was like, you might want to just pull out the GPS.'" <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, you didn't have to tell me. I already pulled those things. So she, and she would tell us so many times. She's like, you know, I should have just listened to the GPS because it said 15 minutes. It took me 30 minutes. And she says that every single every time. Every single time. And she still doesn't learn. And I was just like, where oh, would you want? And it's the same way with the Holy Spirit. It's yeah. Like, don't do this. Don't go this way. Yeah. And a lot of times, it doesn't even have to be something bad. Mm-hmm. It's better to receive that obedience than to be corrected later on. Right. Like, just just, just obey. Mm-hmm. Like what you said, obedience comes with correction. Like, yeah. when you just obey. We, <laughs> we put ourselves in so many circumstances just because we disobey. Yeah, we disobey. There's some, there's some times we don't need to be corrected yeah. if we are just obeyed. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even have to go through a particular phase of life. Just and it takes you longer, like longer. you said, something that's supposed to take you like yeah. a week, yeah. take you a month, a right. year, right. all because you didn't listen to obedience right. and you had to go through that whole correction right. phase yeah. of starting over again and correcting yeah. what you did wrong. Right. So, correction is not bad. Mm-hmm. Nobody is too old or too young so, to yeah. receive correction. Yeah. And stop worrying about where the correction is coming, coming from. from. Instead, worry about what is being delivered to you. Yeah, right. And after it's been delivered, like just like take it to God. Mm -hmm. God, this person said this thing. Show me, show me my heart. Mm -hmm. Search my heart. If there's any wicked ways, show me what is in here. Show me, because even the Bible says, when you have iniquity in your hearts, the Lord will not hear you. Mm -hmm. So it's like God, show me, correct me, because God can be using you. But yet he's not happy, happy with you. With you. Mm, that's God a word. God can use you, and yet you're in the wrong place. Mm. Don't mistake um, the anointing. The anointing for like being in the presence of yeah. God. Yeah. Don't mistake the anointing. Don't mistake for it. The kingdom the of darkness of can mimic it. They right. can make a counterfeit of it, and yeah. you feel like, oh my gosh, this mm. is God. Mm. Stop looking, <laughs> looking for Rama. Yeah. <laughs> it, it like you god can be using you to deliver people while you are you are still in bondage Mm. it's very possible so don't Mm. mistake it like oh i'm successful everything is flowing right Mm. doesn't mean you're where god needs you to be Mm. that's why you check your heart every day his mercies are new every Every morning morning. yeah the mercy of yesterday will not speak for today yeah you pray that prayer again and ask god for mercy and all of that so it's always good to to accept correction and when you stop receiving correction, the Holy Spirit has left you. Has left you. If you don't mm, feel convicted sure. about Anymore anything, the Holy Spirit is not there again. Right. You have silenced the voice of the Holy Spirit yeah. because you feel like you only want to hear the Holy Spirit when it pleases when you. When it pleases you or what? The Holy Spirit is not there to pamper your flesh. It's not even there to tame your flesh. It's there to crucify your flesh, mm-hmm. not to the tame flesh has it. To die. The flesh has to die because the flesh cannot cannot take the place of the spirit Mm-mm. the place that the lord is taking us to is a place where and yes you you guys listening to this the place the lord wants to take you to is a place where the flesh cannot dwell it's cut the flesh right. has to die it has to be crucified not tamed i actually have like a little writing about that and i post on some yeah. time um it has to be crucified um not tamed so we have we have, we have to keep in steps with the Spirit. Keeping in steps with the Spirit. There's a scripture that talks about that. Keeping in steps with the Spirit. Can you open for the scripture, please? <clears throat> keeping in steps with the Spirit. And when I saw that scripture, I was like, keeping in steps. What does it mean to keep in steps? Basically, like parallelly. Like parallel. Like 
as God takes one step, you take the other step. As you take the other step, you know, just following the Lord. Galatians not, 5.25. Yeah, Galatians 5.25. What does it say, please? So, basically just keeping those, making sure that when the Spirit is moving, you also are moving, yeah? Okay, ESV says, if we live by the Spirit, let mm-hmm. us also keep in step with the Spirit. With the Spirit. If you live by the Spirit, by the Spirit. let us also keep in, in step, step with the Spirit. Yeah. So, that's basically it. We, don't have, we should not be behind or too forward, mm-hmm. but in step. Exactly where the Spirit of God is, is where we should also be mm. and do. The God's Word translation says, yeah. if we live by our spiritual nature, mm. then our lives need to conform to our spiritual nature. Mm, I like that. If we live by our spiritual nature, then our lives need to, need to conform. That's, that is going in line with when people say, I go to church. Yeah. It's not about church. That. Mm-hmm. You need to... There's not, a church in you. You need to conform to the ways of, of God, God. But to not conform to the ways of the world. Right. Conform to the ways it's of God. God. Live by it. Don't right. just word of mouth. Yeah. Oh, I go to Bible study. Yeah. I serve. I sow seed. Yeah. I do this. You can be so busy that you're too busy for God. Right. When you don't even have a relationship, relationship with God. It's so sad. And this is not me saying that you should not do things for the world. No, you can There should also be a balance. You, should, you don't want to... Um, you don't want to prioritize your work for God that you par- that you forget the God of the work. Your God is more worried about your soul than yeah. what you're doing for Him. So God wants to work in you. For the Lord to reach other people, He needs to work in you. As much as your service and all of these things cannot be okay. I realize that the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts, yeah. is basically for the edification of the church. The fruits of the Spirit is to edify you. The fruit of the spirit is for you, for God to work in Himself out in you. While the gift of the spirit is for people, for unbelievers, people to see that hey, this is God. The signs and wonders that follow, you know, the children of God is basically to work on the inside. The fruit are for the inner workings. The gift is basically what comes out. That this is exactly what it shows people that God is tangible. It's real. Is it can be experienced. Like how we've experienced him. So yeah, is there anything more you love to share, Tony? Um, nothing really. Like just keep walking with God. Don't, yeah. Don't base your walk on somebody else's walk. Mm-hmm. As you're being corrected, accept it. Mm-hmm. Take it in. Walk with the Holy Spirit to mold you because it's like a clay, clay in a potter. Right. As the potter is molding the clay, if he sees a defect, he crushes it and starts yeah, over. Yeah. That's correction. Right. Smash it. Something is not right. Right. We need to fix this. Right. We need to fix that. Yeah. And a lot of times, when God places you somewhere and he sees something is a little defective about you, he mm-hmm. will draw you out of that to work on, on you. On you before taking you back. Before there. taking you back out again. There's nothing wrong with that. When God yeah. is when God says drop this right now, mm-hmm. I need you. Mm-hmm. I need to work in you. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Right. Come back. Mm-hmm go back yeah. because if you skip that pruning phase you're setting yourself up for failure mm-hmm. that pruning yes. always is a consistent yes. and thing. correction is part of the pruning correction is part of it you yeah. will be convicted by so many things that you didn't even know that you do right things you 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 know when people are like oh no i know what i said you don't know what you've said in your heart mm-hmm. you can't see your heart only yeah. god 
sees your heart. So yeah. God is not hearing your mouth. He hears your, your heart. heart. He yeah. sees your heart. So it's what is going on in there yeah. that and he, he listens to. to. You know, he says if it, if, it, if, it, if it fulfills the desires of your heart, not the desires of your, your mouth. mouth. And that's why we always have to pray this prayer that, Lord, let the words of my mouth and, the, med- and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Let it, let, let it be the same. Let it align. I don't want my... Because I found myself sometimes praying particular prayer in my mouth and in my heart I'm like uh, I don't know because you will know and at that moment when you get to that place of you find yourself praying a particular prayer with your mouth but your yeah. heart is not in line at that moment just stop there like don't go ahead with that prayer just stop then like, instead person. begin to pray and say God tell the Lord my mouth and my heart is in alignment please allow help me to help my mouth and my heart align I want my ways to be pleasing with you work on my heart before God, God loves that prayer because I've seen it in my life a lot. That when I say, God, show me my heart, the next day it begins to reveal it. The next day, sometimes that day, that sometimes that day, like I'm like, ah, oh, then it reminds me, yeah, you prayed this, so I'm showing you what. On your and another heart. thing, people get that um, scripture wrong mm-hmm. about the Lord who grant the desires of your heart <laughs> because you don't even know the desires of your heart. Your heart. But the more you draw near to God, mm-hmm. your His desires become your desires, and yeah. then you start praying according to what He's God real. wants you to pray, and right. that's where the Holy Spirit comes, comes in. in. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> like, if how should we pray, or do we? Let me tell you, okay. This has not. This is not in line with our discussion for today. Yeah. But I wanted us to just have this at the back of our mind. The Holy Spirit did not come for those that can pray. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit came for those who cannot pray. Okay, and even if you're a believer. You cannot pray because if you can't pray, you don't need the Holy Spirit. This, the scripture makes us understand that, but we know not what to pray. For the Spirit of God Himself makes intercessions for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. He prays through us. Okay, He prays through us while God intercedes, while Jesus Christ, still at the right hand of God, intercedes for us. Does that as make we sense? pray, He gives us understanding, right. and as we pray, He gives us that understanding. So the Spirit of God is is what helps us to pray in line with the, with the will of God. That's why when you pray in the Spirit, that's to be an active calendar. When you yeah. pray in the Spirit, those that know how to pray in the Spirit here that are listening to this episode, when you pray in the Spirit, lots of times you begin to see some things come your way and you're asking, when did I pray about this? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember praying, praying about this. it, but you actually did. Because God, God, God knows what you need. But it can also become a we can also become an idol. So praying in the Holy Ghost can become an idol yeah. because you think no, that's real. Now, let the Spirit of God lead you. It has to be a leading. Scripture says that um, those that, that are led by the Spirit of God are what? The sons of God. We are sons. And sons, there has nothing to do with gender. Mm-hmm. Son, when the Scripture talks about it, is maturity. Son means responsibility. Sonship is not just a title, it comes it's with a responsibility. It's not about male or female, okay? For so many people that are so feministic or genderistic, whatever. I feel like there's that word is just to throw this in there. I feel like there's another Bible verse like that needs to be gone in depth when it says the wife is the weaker vessel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weaker, meaning weaker. there's a weak one which is the male. Yeah. That's oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tony's about to go down another route, y'all, but it's okay. Let's just stop right there. Yeah, we just stop right there. Okay, um, yeah, um, before 
we um, end. Tony, do you want to like just say what a prayer as sure. our second time guest on this show? Yeah, just say what a prayer to those that are kind of struggling to get correction because I believe that lots of people want to be corrected, but there's just a spirit in them that spirit of pride that just hinders that correction from coming because some people might hear. Like what you're saying, for example, you might say, "Hey, can you not? I want to let you know that this thing you're doing is not the right way. Mm-hmm. But there's another way I can show you. I know it might not be easy for you to, you know, leave what you're doing right now and follow this way that the Lord wants us. But the person might hear something else. Yeah, the person could hear, "Hey, who are you to correct? It's just like this like, attitude, this voice. attitude, voice. Meanwhile." That's not it's how you come in. Because it's demonic. It's a demon that is stopping the spirit of correction and that spirit of mm-hmm. deliverance. That's deliverance to come through their heart and their mind. Yeah. So I want you to just like just take your authority with as a child of God right now and just begin to, you know, yeah. scatter those and rebuke those spirits and bind it in the heart of our listeners that the Lord will fill their hearts with you know correction and the wanting, the yeah. eagerness to and the curiosity to be corrected. Well, first off, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, yeah, it's hard to yeah. accept. If you don't, if you don't have Jesus in your life, well, I'm glad you actually brought that up. So before we um, say this, before our guest prays for us today, if you are listening to me and you have not surrendered your life to Jesus, um, I want you to know that in order to receive correction, you you have to first of all receive the correction. Mm. The corrector is Jesus. Once you've received the corrector, it will be easier for you to receive correction from the corrector. Yeah. I love to play with words, <laughs> but that's the Holy Spirit there. So, and the corrector is Jesus. He's yes. about to correct everything in your life. No matter what you're going through, no matter how many sins you've committed, the scripture says that all have sinned, including us, and are falling short of the glory of God. But that's why Jesus came, to restore us back to God. To tell us, let us know that there's God has Jesus has you know bridged that gap and allowed us to have communion again with God. Scripture says that if you confess and forsake your sin, you will receive mercy. He's willing and able to cleanse you of all unrighteousness if only you accept Him as your Lord and Savior. He wants to make your life brand new, give you a fresh start. It's not all over for you. Life is not all over for you. There are greater things in Jesus. The greater things in Christ. I, I was once a sinner. I'm a sinner that has been that has been saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And there is no other name that you can have that salvation comes from except the one and the name Jesus. So if you're here and you just want to give your life or rededicate your life back to the Lord and ask Him to come back into your life so you can experience the peace we're experiencing, you can accept correction the way the Lord has helped us to accept correction. Just please go ahead and say this prayer with me. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary for my sins. I pray right now. I ask in your name that you should wash me of all my iniquity. I confess that I am a sinner and I am in need of salvation. Please come into my heart. Wash my sins away. Give me a brand new heart. Put your spirit in me. Write my name in the book of life. Help me to walk with you. Show me the way. 
lead me to a life everlasting. I confess you today as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart and come into my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's basically all you have to do to accept Jesus. The Bible says that with the heart, man believes. With the heart we believe and with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. You believe that he died on the cross and he rose again for you on the third day and now you've confessed that he's your Lord and Savior. Welcome to the family. Like I always say before, I end every um, episode, I usually say that once you've accepted Jesus, there are three things I need you to do. If you don't have a Bible, first of all, get a Bible. Get a Bible. You can get the New King James Version or the NIV version okay um secondly look for a bible believing church a church that believes in all parts of the bible not just some sections all parts of the bible and before you look for one don't look for one yourself yet pray and ask the lord to lead you to a church that believes in all parts of the bible third look at the church services if they have a bible study they have one thing or the other plant yourself in that bible study group and begin to learn and begin to walk and ask the Lord to send you people that are also eager to know him so you can walk with him and so you can be exposed and know more you know about um, the Word of God and um, lastly plant yourself in the church be of service to God because as you be of service to God he also services you but make sure that you don't prioritize your service to God then you prioritize your the, the service of God on your inside okay so um, with that being said, welcome to the family. Now let's go ahead and um, say the prayer because you receive Jesus now. You are now ready to receive the spirit of correction. Hallelujah. Tony, please go ahead. Abba Father, we thank you for today. Thank you so much. Thank Lord. you for this impromptu conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for breathing upon us. And yes, we thank you for the grace to yield to, mm-hmm. to your promptings. Abba Father, we commit this conversation we had into your hands if there was anything that was said that is not according to your way father let your mercy speak for us amen we commit your children that will be listening to this that you touch their hearts amen you help them to receive correction amen. in the name of jesus amen you help them to to feel that conviction and surrender themselves to you in the name of jesus amen. whatever it is that you're convicting them of help them to have the grace to obey and yield to you in the name Jesus, Amen. that you help them to receive the power, the peace, the love, the joy of the Holy Spirit in their hearts in the name of Jesus, Amen. and you help them to yield to that transformation in the name of Jesus, Amen. that you also help us, Lord Jesus, to keep on yielding ourselves to correction, Amen. you help us to receive it with love, Amen. and even if it's a hard pill to swallow, help us to be humble in the name of Jesus, Amen. we thank you that those that have received you will be saved to the uttermost in the name of Jesus Amen. and they continue to walk with you in the name of Jesus. Abba Father, you continue to open their eyes to see you before they see others in the name of Jesus. Amen. You help them to walk in love and to walk in your love and not the love of this world in the Amen. name of Jesus. You continue to convict hearts in, in the name of the Father, Amen. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, thank you so much, Tony, for that prayer. I'm, I'm sure that you all have um, enjoyed this conversation and you've actually learned one or two things from what the Lord from what the Lord has said I hope that the Lord has been able to speak 
to you you guys because he has definitely spoken to me i don't know if this happens to you guys but like a lot of times when i talk it's like i hear the lord speaking to me so much and he reveals things that i never knew before even if he's using me to speak so we've come to the end of today's episode it's been a fruitful one tony thank you so so much for your willingness to join this uh, impromptu (laughs) yeah we're always excited to have guests so guys there you go I'm keeping to my word now. I'm having more guests at the show <laughs> compared to before. So um, I pray you all have a wonderful and beautiful day. Don't forget to we, we, we will be having another guest in the next episode. So please look forward to that, okay? And you can always send me a voice message on the link that I have on Spotify. On we'll all, Guess what, guys? We'll also be reha- having our website very, very soon. Abba's World websites will be launching really soon. And there you can have all the episodes. You don't have to go on Spotify if you don't want to. Um, you can just go on the website. We have all the episodes for um, the beginning of, from the beginning of Abba's Word till now. Okay? So, I'm so glad that I was able to record this impromptu episode again. Um, but thank you all so much for staying till this time. Don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram at Abba's Word podcast you're just on instagram for now so do good to follow us listen to the rest of the episode send your emails send an email to us if you have any questions or any um, topic you love us to address and what you think about this episode well again i'm still your host ruth Bula, alongside with the holy spirit thank you so much for listening to abba's word podcast where we hear the word of god and have faith to carry on have a wonderful day ahead next time in another episode